0: what is up everybody welcome to another installment of crime and wine how are you today? Um, this week
1: i'm recovering
0: yeah you you did you did have a weekend huh
1: <clears throat> a weekend a couple days it's been a you only turned 38 once right
0: <laughs> she not me I mean, I guess I do only turn 38 once when it comes, you know. Uh, However, comma, I ain't gonna be doing a bunch of shit. Uh, It
1: was, um, because like, so this is the first time I've really celebrated my birthday in like four years. Because, you know, 2019, I was pregnant. So it was like, I was, we were doing we're stuff, but I wasn't like doing anything. You know what I'm saying? I was tired. It really has fucking, been four years, huh? My fucking 19 hurt was- and I was tired. Like, I was hella pregnant. Yeah, 19
0: you was pregnant, then 20 hit. 20, 20, COVID, 21, 21
1: COVID. Like, it's, <laughs> so this is the first time in four years I've really gotten to celebrate my birthday. Hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it all. And now it's thursday and i feel like i still haven't caught up from (laughs) but
0: your birthday was also just yesterday
1: i must say but i also was pretty much going from friday Friday. to yesterday right like you thought you was 21 all over again (laughs) i did and i got up this morning and my back hips and knees said bitch you tried it (laughs)
0: Yeah, I wish I would. The first thing that scream on me be my feet. Like, bitch, between two... A couple things. Number one, we over 30. Number two, you were born with flat-ass feet. And number three, you got too much fucking weight on us. You better sit your ass down.
1: I had a time, and I looked cute doing it. <laughs> I will say that. I mean, you I. I was in the streets, and I was cute doing it. Because <laughs> I you mean, a'ight. like... It was the type of weekend that it was like I wore four outfits in over the course of two days because I didn't. I just kind of came in and changed and didn't really like sleep.
0: Did have different outfits. I do remember that. And <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have to send me that video. I didn't get to see it. Which one? The video.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. I will. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and there was that part <laughs> so this is the last of the birthday talk literally best birthday gift ever <laughs> <laughs> because I was gifted a video of Joey home singing happy birthday and if y'all been listening to this long enough y'all know what that does to my instinct fangirl heart
0: Like was it Joey or was it JC
1: I thought just said it was JC it was Joey JC don't sing no more Oh, excuse me. If it was me. JC, I'd be on the floor. Like, I'd still be passed out. Like it. <laughs> I don't think we would have made it here today if it was JC. <laughs> 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 I wish it was JC, but Joey is great, too. He was my second favorite, so.
0: <laughs> well, what I did, y'all, was I went up there to allow her to go do the chaos all the weekend.
1: You did, you did. <laughs>
0: If, yeah,
1: we you. probably should have did an episode while we were here in the same place. But clearly, my we behind, we, clearly we should have with that behind. jungle
0: behind you.
1: Yes, in my in my jungle
0: jungle. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> I went up there, and that youngest one of hers. Oh Lord, have mercy! <laughs> I, my god, dog on She kept pointing to me, talking about I'm Tim, I'm Tim. I am i, I do not know why she kept not say my name. She's one to laugh run away every time I stood up she thought I was chasing her I'm like girl if you don't leave me alone and
1: then she'll call you 15 times like I'm calling you
0: and then, and then just
1: don't say nothing <laughs> and
0: I have never in my life seen anyone consume so much dairy that broad has so many got doggone on Gogurts. <laughs> at one time when I walked past that uh no I was coming into the kitchen to see what the heck was going on and she slid a whole gallon of milk to me talking about milk Nobody's throwing milk at me to pour it into your little stinking cup. She threw
1: the milk at you. That is hilarious. She, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was gonna knock her a little short behind out. She's uh,
1: aggressive. She's aggressive.
0: She get on my nerves. Anyway, so what I'm drinking today, I went to this uh this like local place um around here. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm not gonna say the name. I'm just gonna say a local place. Okay. Uh, okay. It was a. Uh, they make they make a whole bunch of different wines. This particular one, see, this is, um, when, when you decide to buy wine, guys,
1: don't, don't trust the one on the don't tasting.
0: trust your palate when you get to the last one. Don't so- buy the
1: last one on the tasting. It almost because that I learned this a while ago. Don't ever 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 buy the last one on the tasting. Because one or two things is happening, you're either kind of drunk and everything tastes good, or you haven't had a proper palate cleanse, and that last one is gonna be mixed with the three before it, and it's gonna taste totally different when you drink it by itself.
0: This thing, and the funny thing is, when you hear it, it sounds like something that will make a good fall sangria
1: mm-hmm.
0: or just a good fall cocktail in general. It's uh Cranberry apple pear, and it's sparkling.
1: But I don't like fruit wines.
0: I not a fan
1: of fruit wines.
0: It it depends. Most of the time, I'm not. I know I don't like sweet like that. But <laughs> anyway, it's not as good as I remember. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> um, so I'm about to have to put some other stuff in this and make it better.
1: But it probably but- would make a good fall <laughs> sangria. It just ain't good to drink
0: on its own. I don't think so. I might try it again because you know it's coming around that time for me to start making my sangrias for mm-hmm. you know fall, winter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. How about you? What are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking, what is this called? Starborough Sauvignon Blanc. It's not good. Well, yeah. take that back. So neither one of us, oh God, I just took another sip. I so neither you, one of us yeah, had yeah, the wines, it. huh? I take that back. I'm not gonna say it's not good. It's just more acidic than I like. Oh, see, that would have been the wine that I need. It's it's very acidic. Like it's almost vinegary. That's the kind of wine that I need. I'm not a big fan. I don't I don't like that. Like I don't like I don't like when they're like aggressively acidic. I don't that's not a, a thing for me. That set, that color on that wine would tell me I don't want to drink it though. It's so aggressive. It looks like piss, don't it? It does. It's very aggressive. Any of y'all watching dehydrated that show piss will see her her wine? It's the most aggressive color of yellow I have ever it, seen.
0: It looks like dehydrated piss. <laughs> this looks like somebody who ain't been doing nothing but drinking wine for the past five days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, but, we
1: doing but, today? what we talking about. Hey folks, why don't we drink it? Damn it. What you saying, Sorry so
0: what are we talking about what are we doing today what are we talking about so we're going back to we're not going back but kind of we spoke <laughs> about somebody else during this time frame but she did some shit too that she just did something a little different and this is gonna be yet another example of why i be getting pissed off at corporate america and the government sometimes but you know whatever oh okay so the person we're referring to today, her name is Lynette Williams. But we're going to call her Cookie. That was her nickname. Cookie Williams. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give you the, the 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 time frame in which her crimes were happening. And you just give me one guess as to what you think she may have been doing. Her crimes were happening in the early 2000s. Just Just one guess. What do you think it may have been?
1: In the early 2000s? Mm. shit in the early 2000s that was a wild ass place so it could have been it could have been real estate fraud it could have been um like them credit scams that they was doing it could have been shit i don't know that was a wild ass place both good guesses and one of them is correct Mm -hmm. you'll
0: find out in a little so cookie williams uh she was born in uh 65 born in the bronx she ends up moving to queens in uh 73 so that makes her about 6 years old 5 6 years old depending on when they moved um when they moved they moved into a house you know a middle class family she was they were only one of two black families that actually lived in that neighborhood at that time she was like so her family was the the second family that um second black family sorry that moved into that neighborhood okay so just to put in perspective anyone who don't really know what 73 was like you know uh in middle class black folks that's a negative that's a done daughter. that 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 don't happen
1: no that wasn't that wasn't the vibe they said not the moment we're not
0: (laughs) um but yeah so her mom was a um was a middle school nurse Mm -hmm. and her father was in was in law enforcement (laughs) funny right her dad was in law enforcement and she got in trouble (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it was her her she was like they were like the all-american family her her mother her father and she had one brother so it was the you know four children middle class you know the, the the epitome the the perfect picture of u.s the the american dream so to speak Okay. Now, when she was little, she used to like this show, Dynasty. You know what Dynasty is? Oh, I love
1: Dynasty. Dynasty. Guess, love guess who her favorite character was
0: in her Dynasty. head? She was high. Dominique Deveraux. That's
1: who in her because head. Because who else would you want to be? She was Dominique. She's like, huh. Like, I, I have walked in.
0: I have entered the
1: room. Like, she's that girl. Who else would you ever want to be? Like, and, there's and literally her... no one.
0: In Cookie's head, she was bitch. I am a Dominique. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who you think you're talking to. So like she it. was like, when that when happened, when she, you know, starts to become pretty inspired by, by that show, she was like, you know what? I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be a star. <laughs> okay she decided so she like made girl she made up this little this little group and they were put on shows in the backyard for people and the the parents were charged 25 cents to enter
1: as they we should know your we word
0: get, say, give a quarter we get ready to ent-
1: <laughs> you yeah so she's she not,
0: she not fucking around so she kind of just had you know like a, a pretty cool upbringing now granted There was a consistent issue between her and her mother where she felt like her mother never felt like she was good enough. She never felt like she did enough. Not to say that she didn't. I will say that that's how Cookie felt. Because, you know, also back in the 70s, shit, we still got problems with it. Now, a lot of parents, especially Black parents, had an issue with being able to show emotional support to their children.
1: Yes, because they did not know how. Yes.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And I say this all the time. As an adult now, especially as an adult with children, I realize that a lot of the things that we complain about that we didn't get from our parents is because our parents raised us in survival. Yes. And because of that, we are now in a place where we can raise our children from more of a leisurely space. Which allows the opportunity to be more affectionate and open and vulnerable with your children because we're not in survival mode anymore. Right. Like right. a, well, a lot of us aren't in survival mode because I, of the sacrifices our parents made.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't even I don't know I don't even know if I would go as far as to say a lot, I will say more than the previous generation, absolutely. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Yes. Yes. I I'll, I'll say I'll say more that yeah, there's a difference between being raised in survival mode and being raised in
1: a loving environment.
0: Yeah. Not just love, because I do believe for the most part
1: parents Because our parents that. had love for us. A lot right, of that's why we were raised were, in
0: a survival mode.
1: A lot of our parents were providers and protectors. Yes primarily because of the environment and that's not to say anything about our parents i know that they, they did the best they could with what they had and i'm very appreciative right. for everything that absolutely taught to me and everything else i wouldn't trade my mother for the world not at all but it's also i just i just see the i just see what the sacrifices she made has allowed me to be able to do for my all children
0: right Right. Well, I don't have children. Just uh, but even allow nieces. Like
1: it's. But yeah, that's
0: true. No, that's one thousand percent true. Yeah. I tell you what, the way them bras was acting, if it was mama when she was in her twenties, <laughs> would have knocked them bras out. <laughs> and I'm just rolling my eyes, rubbing my head, I- like. It's me
1: it's like because i'm on two sides of the spectrum i have a rambunctious <laughs> Tyler and a, a a older one that's that's steamrolling into pre-ready hold
0: on let's let's back it up rambunctious that doesn't care about consequences i.e her auntie knew yeah yeah but We're just gonna brush on past that. Let's get back to the story. So, Let's go back to the story. She so was brought up in a middle class neighborhood, middle class, you know, upbringing or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was really, really good in school and she was good at math. She said her favorite subject of all math was trigonometry. So, anyone who's not gone through math, trigonometry is one of the subjects that a lot of people complain about. A lot of people complain what about the harder she, ones. She
1: looked.
0: Uh, she loved it.
1: Oh, to <laughs> me, that shit is damn near impossible. I just really be sitting there looking at that paper, like I don't know what the fuck y'all thought about Guys, looking at it, because the fuck is this? Like,
0: if y'all yeah. can't tell, Siobhan Siobhan likes the words. I like the numbers. Um, <laughs>
1: the way I really, yes. that paper, like I don't know what the fuck you thought we was about to do. Because you was really good. My book? I want to retail two cities, god damn it. Leave me alone. Go away from me with this, Apollo. Okay,
0: now. <laughs> uh so when she was like 17 years old, like I said, she was doing really good in school. She started dating this, you know, this basketball player. This is in 82. She started dating this basketball player. He had all these, you know, all of these big dreams and you know, goals and potential to be it in the NBA and all of that. Uh, she ends up, she was dating for a while. Like she, she gets pregnant at 19. He got a scholarship to go to college, you know, whatever, right? Next thing you know, unfortunately, the thing that has taken so many parents from children more often than not men in the 80s and the 90s, yeah, it yeah. got a hold of him. So, oh, and it that we're referring to is
1: crack. Crack, crack. Um, it was the eighties. Yeah, Rack was hitting everybody.
0: Very unfortunate, but um, but yeah, so that happened. So because of that, you know, they ended up not being together. And in um, nineteen eighty four, when she was uh, at like the end of the year is when she had her son. Okay. I feel
1: now, a like uh, couple based off of the. I feel like there's a movie based off of the guy in this story. I
0: don't know. I think I have, have no it. idea. I think yeah, so a couple a couple years later, she meets this new guy, you know, and he's he's cool, you know. She's around him. He ends up being her husband. Now, when now he ends she, up being
1: her husband. That's such an odd way to say that. But
0: this is the reason why I say that, because she realized what a lot more women nowadays are realizing. But she she realized it right when she was getting ready to get married. And what that is is, why the hell am I marrying him? I'm only doing it because everybody keeps telling me I'm supposed to. Mm -hmm. This is the only reason why I'm getting married. I don't want to actually be here. So, uh, that's why I say end up marrying this guy. Mm -hmm. Because in 89 she had another kid and then by 24 she was divorced.
1: Yeah. Cause she knew she wasn't supposed to be there so
0: when that yeah, happened
1: she was young she wasn't ready and ready to...
0: and and not only it was it was the this is what you're supposed to do you know according to society the only thing women have to offer is to be a wife and a mother so yep. especially in the 80s you know what i mean so but whatever we can move on from that uh so she has these two kids she's like well now i'm a single mother i gotta figure something out so she starts to because she becomes she becomes an executive assistant at american express right mm. now let's remember she's really good with numbers so she mm-hmm. so she's she's pretty good with the she's really um um organized pretty uh uh you know like logical when she comes when she, when she does her stuff at work you know that whole yeah, I
1: thing I with that magnetic strip scam i love a magnetic strip scam yeah. <laughs>
0: So she was doing that, right? So not only was she really good at math, she apparently was pretty good at designing because she became a graphic designer, like a freelance graphic designer. course she
1: did, because all scammers are. While working
0: at American Express, okay? Now she got to a point where she's like, I don't want to do this shit. I I don't want to do this American Express thing anymore. Now she has the skill of graphic designer that she ends up quitting American Express at 30 in 95, and she was like, I'm going to the music business because mm-hmm. this is what I kind of wanted to do anyway when I was little. Let me go into a music business. So she starts trying to not necessarily promote, like, kind of get a bunch of rappers and stuff on from New York, like krs one and mm-hmm. you know, like she's like, like it's, it's around that time, right? Um, after she does that, she's like, the money not coming in like I thought it would. So let me go back to what I initially wanted. I want to be a starer." so she moves to Hollywood okay Mm -hmm. she moves to Hollywood and she's like I'm about to be a damn actress and she actually landed a role on a pretty well-known show it was just once on one episode but she did speak and then I was like oh look at that because I like this show but the show that she ended up being on was one-on-one she was actually on that show one episode and uh but yeah, she will not reoccur anything. but at least, I mean, land in a row, period. But land especially in a row, even
1: if it is just is one. Big. I mean, she did enough that it's credited, so. Right,
0: so, yeah. One so acting she, she credit did that. More than most people get. <laughs> right, right, right. So she did that, but then it's like, still, she got two kids, so she needs money, so she starts to uh to bartend, you know, especially out in LA. You can make some money bartending. I don't knock it. I love bartending. I ain't gonna hold you. I thoroughly enjoyed when know, I was a lot bartender. Of my
1: friends are so. I
0: enjoyed it. People be, oh, you're a bartender, N-word. I'm sure I make more money than you, but we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get on that. They love to, you know, compare money because that's the only thing that determines if a job is worthy. I tell you what, I take a $50,000 job with no stress than a hundred fifty with stress every goddamn on day. But anyway. And Let's
1: keep it.
0: on what the high stress job is. No nah, stress is stress. Stress is a silent ass killer.
1: You're right, but some high stress jobs I still take because I love them.
0: There's a difference between stress and anxiety.
1: But this I high stress to me about, because it makes me stressed. anxious to talk on here. <laughs> nah,
0: nah, nah. But anyway, she starts to do that, and at the, wherever she was bartending, tending bar, <laughs> um, she she used to meet a lot of loan officers. Okay. And they start telling her, like, girl, you need to do this. People love to talk to you. You can talk to people. Do this. You good with numbers? So she's like, all right, fuck it. So she becomes a loan officer in 2002.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But now, as we all know, well, loan officer, what I'm referring to, referring to homes. Yes. Okay. Now, as uh, most of the people that listen Gina, to this-
1: some private mortgage.
0: Be as uh, like a lot of people on this, pod- to this podcast, as we know, I said 2002. As mm-hmm. we know, six years later, the housing market was in the toilet. Yes, whirling yes. about on the way down the drain.
1: When that yeah. that housing bubble burst, ooh,
0: there was a motherfucker.
1: That shit was. But wild. anyway,
0: <laughs> he becomes a loan officer in 2002. Okay. So when she's doing that, she's realizing she's making like a $1,500 commission on these different, you know, loans that she's she's getting. And she's like, this still ain't enough, goddammit. And she saw how much agents were getting. So she's like, let me become a real estate agent. So she does that. She becomes a real estate agent. Once mm-hmm. she becomes a real estate agent, I forget. She's worked at American Express. She's been the loan
1: officer. She's, she's on every company. side of the money train. So she like, look, I know exactly what the fuck to do.
0: You got three things so far. And now she's add a fourth. Now she's a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So in 2004, when she's about 39 years old, she's to the point where she's making $10,000 a month. I don't know what's a lot to each person, but if I had $10,000 a month,
1: I'd be like, shit, I'm good. $10,000 a month with... Mm, It would sustain my life. $10,000 a
0: month. I'll be cool. I mean, we're in two different positions. I only got to take care of one person. Your household is
1: four. Yeah. Because I'm thinking yeah, that would sustain. It would more than just, I'll be good. We will be in the pretty much the exact same position we're in right now.
0: Yeah, if I was if I was me, I'd be fine. I'd be like, shit, I ain't, what 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 else am I gonna do?
1: But anyway, I mean, now if it was you, so- should us bringing in ten thousand dollars a month, that's different.
0: <laughs> but uh, so that's happening. She become a real estate agent, like I said, she's making ten thousand dollars a month. Then she ends up establishing um RMT Associates.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: what mm-hmm. RMT stands for is Rayshawn, Mommy, and Terrell. Which are her
1: two children? Her kids, yeah.
0: So their age is only twenty and fifteen at this time. So now they got their names on some along LLC. It's like, okay, you better get do what how you do. You better get them set up, right? So she ends up uh, in two thousand five. She's a real estate agent. So one of her clients, one of his sisters, was like, you know, they want to be a real estate agent, and so he asked her to give his sister like some kind of pointers or anything for what she has
1: mm-hmm. okay cool
0: mm-hmm. so she goes into the office to talk to her sister and she see all these papers like spread all out all over the, the desk and she's like what the hell are you doing right like, oh right. i'm fixing my i'm I'm fixing my uh my, my bank stuff like i'm fixing my papers and she's like she's like you don't do this I'm like no what the hell are you talking about so mm-hmm. she did at this point she knew nothing about like the illegal portion of fixing bank statements, fixing Mm W-2s, fixing work history, you know, all that kind of stuff. But she's doing this, the the sister that is, and she she knows a loan officer at a bank. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, all you need
0: is a connection. Yep. And she got it. So now, uh, Cookie is learning how to fix numbers and things like that. So she's like, okay, well, shit, let's go down this road. Um, So when she did that, she then starts to forge a bunch of papers. Like I said, the bank statements, W-2s, employment history, all kinds of shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in 2006, she gets to the point where she is forging. She she forged a a home. Let me change that. She forged the information for a loan for a home for her son. Mm -hmm. $250,000 home. In 2006, you know, that's a lot more buying power than it is in
1: 2022.
0: Yes. Okay. So uh, a quarter of a million dollar home, I remember around that time, that was the year after I graduated high school. Around that time, it's like a quarter million dollar home, but that's that, that's a home. Like them, the yeah, homes that's, that-
1: that's a house. Like, it's it's a upper a... middle
0: class people are are getting, middle upper middle class to lower high class people are getting quarter million dollar homes around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she ends up forging all these papers and everything for her son so he can get this home. Now, this is the older one. He's twenty. Well, at this point, he's uh he's actually twenty one. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, twenty two. Yeah, he's twenty two. He's twenty two at this point. So he's you know he's considered old enough to you know 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 what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. So he signed the papers. So from that simple thing. He has now become a co-conspirator. I am about to say,
1: now you a co-conspirator because. Yep. Yeah. So
0: remember, she became, she did this real estate agent thing. <laughs> she became an agent around 2000, 2002, 2002, 2003. Okay. Yeah. So now we're in 2006. And we're, you know, the big real estate bubble. It's starting to expand and expand and
1: expand and expand. Oh, all the subprime loans. How many people got taken advantage of?
0: Well, I would say yes. There were absolutely people that got taken advantage of. The people that were her victims, I don't feel the same. Um, Now, granted, I'm not saying it was okay for her to do what she did. What I am saying is, Come on, y'all! Like for real, because because of what she did. Let's get into what it was. I was going. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Everybody wasn't a victim, but there were a lot of victims. Right,
0: like like why you signing papers saying that you bring in two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year when you know good and got doggone well you bring in sixty? Like why would you even sign that paper? Right. You know what I am saying? Like you, you was doing this shit too because it was something you thought you could afford.
1: Or because it was something that you wanted to afford. Or because want, it was something that you just this wanted. Is what, this is the life you wanted to live. And y'all... and right. this is These are people that know exactly how long an eviction takes. These are people that know exactly how long uh, um, you know, all that stuff takes.
0: Right, right. So yeah, so she's getting money like the regular commission way from being a real estate agent. So then in, around this time, about 2006, you start getting these things called appraiser kickbacks. Mm -hmm. And essentially, what an appraiser kickback is, is well, if I say this $250,000 home is actually worth $350,000, what I'm going to need you to do is I normally charge this much, but if you give me another $1,500, then I'll make it worth your while. Right. Because obviously, however much a house sells for, a real estate agent gets a percentage, 3%, mm-hmm. normally about 3% of the selling um, the selling price. Mm-hmm. So if the appraiser bumps it up and then that's the cost of the loan, then boom, she gets more money. So mm-hmm. when she starts to do that, she's making like $15,000 a deal. Yep. yep. She's making about 7,000 deals per month. Which means she's making around $105,000 a month. -hmm. She's making money. Okay. So that's one thing that she was doing, the kickbacks. Another thing she started doing. She started to demand money for like repairs and stuff in the home. Mm -hmm. So if you do that and you can add another $50,000, that also ups her percentage
1: because yeah mm-hmm. had known like because these are like contractor fees and this is you know
0: yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes so with that with repairs is being part of the loan they need like invoices and shit yeah so what she yep. would do is she'll go to the, the the buyers of the house and like hey let's set you up an LLC and then your LLC is gonna be the ones who are fixed who's fixing this home So Mm -hmm. then we create an invoice so the banks don't think nothing of it. And this is also when the banks was letting every fucking thing go. But when everything,
1: like like when they deregulated the financial industry, this shit turns into wild, wild west. Like it was, it was, it was
0: some bullshit. But yeah, so that's happening. And she's like, well, if you do
1: this and then we create this LLC
0: and then you're the person who does repair, then what I'll do is I'll give you 95% of that. And I just want a 5% cut of whatever the repair amount was. Just give me 5%. That's it. So to them, they like, shit, fuck yeah. I get to keep 95% of the money? You damn straight. Right. So from her doing that, she ends up going to about $245,000 a month is what she's making.
1: That's wild. In a
0: four-year time frame, she made about $4 million.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me make a million dollars a year.
0: Now,
1: the wild part is, I don't even know what I would do with it. I said, like, give a bunch of money to like charities and shit, like, cause I can't even imagine like having that kind of money, and like, I'll probably just be buying houses for like low-income families and shit like that, cause I just don't know what the fuck I would do with that. Oh no, her scams
0: ain't done yet.
1: Oh, I know, Mama's
0: prolific. So, like, finished. So then what she started doing is, you know, remember when it was the the down payment assistant thing that was going on? Mm-hmm. So yeah, then what yeah. she starts doing is she's loaning the money to these buyers. And they got to give her a 5% uh, interest rate.
1: Yep. And then not, and not counting the loan origination fee that also comes on that.
0: Correct. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a
0: whole nother fee now i don't know how many people knows this but apparently back then um okay. i'm pretty sure they do it now i don't really know i'm pretty sure they do it now. yes they do yeah they do i remember yes yeah, they do they do still do this where they ask you if this money is yours like is it coming from you mm-hmm. are you the person who has this money to be able to make this down payment mm-hmm. so of course they're not the ones that have it so now there's more uh fraud on said applications yep
1: Because they do ask, is this money coming from you or is it a loan? Is it finance? Yes. It it is a question that they do ask, yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because if it's
1: a loan that you're using to make the down payment, they then have to get in touch with that lender and they have to come up with a joint working plan.
0: Right, right. So, (laughs) So, yeah. So that's what was going on with that. So now she's doing that. So after she started to do that and getting 5% interest on these loans, she's up to
1: fifty thousand dollars a deal mm-hmm. so she you make four,
0: point you, for do four deal, you do four deals in a month and you literally
1: gotta work one time months months a week and you straight like this a month. you go you leave your house one time like <laughs> the rest <laughs> of that you chilling
0: you don't even have to sell a house a month if you, even if you sold a house every two months, you good. You are
1: good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for real. That's what uh six hundred thousand dollars.
1: I was about to say about six hundred thousand a year, yeah. <laughs> Which is not that ain't nothing to sneeze it, I have to say. I don't. That's that's a lot. Um so
0: yeah. So when she was doing all this stuff, uh, she ends up getting a call, right? She's 30 years old. She ends up getting a call and the banker's like, hey, you made a mistake on here. Like, we got to fix this shit. So she thought, oh shit, my stuff is mine. I'm, I'm fucked up. i fucked up. i found out. i found out. <laughs> Girl, no. Nah, they just sent it back. She fixed this in the back end. It was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of it. Like we- this goes to show how little the banks cared at that time.
1: Right, I was about to say when they first dere- like, deregulated the financial industry, that shit was insane. That's how people like Jordan Belfort was able to cook. That's how, like, there's so many financial crimes between, like, the mid 90s and the early 2000s. That's how Enron was able to cook. That's how, because it's just so, it, once they hit deregulation, shit got wild.
0: Mm. yeah so now she gets to the point where she meets this uh this marketer online who has homes and other like she's basically doing the same thing that cookie is doing but she's doing it at other states so at this point basically what the other chick is doing is she's just like giving cookie a whole bunch of different uh houses and and and, and customers and buyers and sellers and all that stuff in like seven different states. And she's just, this bitch is now national, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So from her doing this stuff, now in spring of 2007, this girl is up to $350,000 a month, is what she's bringing home. Mm-hmm. $350,000 got dog on dollars. American.
1: That is five American times American more, Alice.
0: That it like it's to currently to make seventy thousand dollars a year. You like above average, mm-hmm. and that's five times more than that. Yeah, that is bananas, dude. <laughs> bananas. Um. So, oh wait, a minute, hold on. That four million a year that was a lie. My bad. I mean, four million in five in four years that was a lot. That was four million a year. Sorry, what she was actually making. At, by the time she was forty two she made eighteen million in four years that's how much money she made fourteen I'm sorry eighteen million dollars 18 in a four
1: million year, dollars
0: in a four year time span that is that's what four point five a year
1: yeah average? yeah mm. that's Mm-mm. actually quite insane
0: that's a lot of god dog on money yo well, so, in 2008, when everything is starting to blow up for everybody.
1: hmm A lot okay? of people went to jail around this.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, um, some people, and the right people didn't, but that's another reason why I say this is the shit that pisses me off about yeah. the country and the government and all that stuff, but whatever, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm so uh when this happens when the crash happened her son ends up getting uh getting subpoenaed because you know they start seeing her names on all these papers and everything so then they end up seeing her son so it was like okay so they went they subpoenaed her son he he went in you know was answering the questions and eventually he's like i'm not answering nothing else without my lawyer Mm -hmm. and they're like Mm -hmm. okay fine go ahead we're good so they didn't say nothing for like five months, three, four, five months, something like that. And she was like, I want to go somewhere. So she went to Italy. Cool. She comes back from Italy. She tries to call her oldest son. He doesn't answer. So then she calls the uh, her youngest son. She's like, you know, how you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. And she, he said, you know, Ray Sean got arrested. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? Because right. the was over. You know how the federal government likes to play people. To her, it was over because they ain't say nothing for so long, but they were just waiting.
1: They, so, was, they was like, You go ahead, have your little vacation, be cute. Mm-hmm. We'll be here when you get back. We know right. where you live. We'll
0: be, we'll be here. So in September of 2012, her son is up going on trial for real estate fraud, right? And she was one of the one of the witnesses in his trial now. His lawyer, of course, you know, paid her out to be a good mom. She does this, does that for kids, you know, blah, 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 right? And the prosecutor, you can't get that mad. He's doing, they're doing what they're supposed to do. It was a guy. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's he's supposed to discredit the witness. He's supposed to make you, you know, cast doubt in the that yeah. individual. That's supposed to do. It, it took me a while to really understand that and get to that point instead of being pissed off at them. Like they're doing their job. Whether I like it or not. Even if I'm on the opposing side, they're doing their job. <laughs> they're
1: supposed to, because take your feelings out of it, their job yes. is to prove a ca- the case they're hired to prove.
0: Exactly. Whatever exactly.
1: that means.
0: Exactly. So they start to get into, the prosecutor starts to get into these other questions and she's like, this has nothing to do with his, like the home and all that. So she asks the judge, she's like, well, can I plead the fifth?
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: this has something to do with this, and the judge told her no.
1: Oh, that's not legal.
0: Not at all. No,
1: not that's not legal at
0: uh. all. Because they asking her questions like, "Well, why were you at this dealership, and then you were at this store, and you spent this amount of money? You know all of this shit. It's like this is going to do with him. Why are we talking about this?
1: Yeah, that's not. You of- can't tell somebody mm-hmm. they." Can't plead the fifth, exactly. like you literally say, like you have to incriminate yourself. That's weird. That's Cause, cause, what are we doing? Because this is
0: the thing, and my guess is the reason that she tried to claim he, she, she would well, no, you can't plead the fifth because the trial was not about her, therefore, not incriminate herself in that manner. But she it would,
1: but trying. I mean, that's still incriminating yourself. She still can I get it, but
0: I, on, wait a minute. I, I didn't say it was right, I didn't say that. I think she should have done it i'm just saying i think it's what the judge that probably some bs loophole that you and i don't yeah it's a it's a loophole in the law they
1: just getting over that's all yeah
0: so of course when they started asking all these questions she's looking at her son and she's like mama bear kicked in so she's like it had nothing to do with him it was all me he didn't know what I was. He didn't know what I was doing. He didn't know what I did with his stuff. But I was like, "Why?" So the whole time, the only reason that they got his her son was to get to her. Yep, that was.
1: That's that what was, they always do.
0: Yep, that's all they were doing. So obviously, with her doing all, saying all this stuff during his trial, obviously, you know, she can't fall back on much
1: of anything. So right, they just it, taking notes. Just, they was like, you know what? Let yep. me let me just write this down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so she is. The charge that she had was uh, money laundering, real estate, and mortgage fraud with uh, the use of um, sophisticated means, i.e., oh, money. Wait, what? What's the sophisticated so, means? Throwing, right. Throwing that on there just simply allows me to give you more time. That's all it is. It's, this, it's equivalent to counting each bullet as attempted murder it's just an excuse to it give is. you more
1: because very much like wait what Where that's really all about? it is
0: all that simply means is you use a lot of money mm-hmm. and to be one thousand percent honest she's a victim just like uh jamil was in the sense of they got pissed off that this black woman came in and took advantage of and, all of these and did
1: all the shit y'all was already doing yes yeah because yeah. as you
0: already know from a previous episode them damn bankers didn't go to jail no but she is <laughs> pleading guilty in march of i'm sorry not march uh september of 2012 and she gets 10 years 10 freaking years in prison for this mm-hmm. okay oh 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 but then in march i'm sorry february why don't keep want to say march february of 2013 after she did all that shit, her son still went to jail for a year and a half. For what? Because he was still considered to be old enough to understand what he was doing and the fact that it was wrong. And since you since since he signed his own name, you were part of it.
1: Oh, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. The fuck out of here. Because like, y'all are... Come on, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. So at 47 she goes
0: to jail. 8 years later she was released. She was 56 and she was just released last year. March of last year, March 15th, 2021. In and a
1: pandemic, released. this is ghetto. Girl.
0: She was just released and this shit the this this whole housing shit happened so got doggone long ago if you get
1: released you gotta come out into a pandemic this is so fucking ghetto <laughs> bitch I be but
0: pissed. at least she came, <laughs> came out march of 21 and not march of 20 exactly I so if, I, if i was in jail and i came back in march of 20 i'm like nigga i'm still in fucking jail yeah but yeah so that happened and she's so she's been released at this point she's She decided, you know, no more fraudulent shit's happening. Uh, I'm going to decide to help women and uh, any kind of, you know, trauma and things that they may have gone through, you know, domestic abuse, sexual trauma, whatever the case may be. So that's what she decides to do now. And that is what she is currently doing. So, this is just yet this is just yet another doggone example, another example of, uh, I mean, let's call it spade a spade. The rich white man getting pissed off that this little black girl came in and took the money that he'd been taking. But so because of that, let's make sure that no more of you do this. Let me make an example.
1: Out Let me of make an example, and that's exactly what it was. But not, I mean, yes, there's that part, but it's also like just even in that whole through the whole thing, like bank presidents didn't go to jail.
0: That's what I'm saying. Banks didn't go to jail.
1: Owners didn't go to jail. So it's like we're going to take this middle class, working class person and you're going to be the scapegoat of what's industry-wide practices that are fucked
0: up. Right. And you can tell it's industry-wide because all the god-dog on banks, it happened to. Yep. What was it, like three major banks that ended up closing behind Mm -hmm. this shit? Three or
1: four, yeah. But it's like but even in those, because it was like like if you look at um like Wells Fargo, a lot of bankers went to jail, but not like bank presidents and bank executives, like individual people, you know what I'm saying?
0: It was the loophole. It was uh, well, I am not the one that signed the papers. I they didn't
1: sign the papers. the papers. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah that helps
0: and BS. But yeah, that is the story of a cookie Williams. And her um her real estate stuff that she had going on. Another thing that helped her. Remember I said she was a graphic designer.
1: That helped her ass for some shit. Oh <laughs> yes, to be a scammer, you have to be prolific in the Adobe Suite. Not the Adobe Suite. Cause you at this point, you gotta know how to make a website. You need a good InDesign joint popping. You need to know how to Photoshop some shit realistically. You need. That's what Making sure you numbers. Being able to shoot. get into a dream weaver and get some, <laughs> get a good automated flippy flappy ass website popping like it's yeah. <laughs> You gotta be very well versed in the Adobe suite and know where all your local Western Unions and or FedEx Kinkos are.
0: <laughs> Girl, shut up! <laughs> some FedEx Kiko. <laughs> It's all get out, yo. <laughs> but yeah, that is the story of Cookie Williams.
1: Well, that was an invigorating ride. I'm a, This wine's not good. And the fact that I'm drinking more and it's not getting better kind of tells you it's just not good.
0: Girl, I told her I had to, I put some tonic water and vodka in mine to help.
1: <laughs> but thank y'all for coming and being here and jumping on this ride. We're getting back to normal. Because like stuff is kind of settling for a little bit. It's going to get big topsy and therapy. But we're not like I told you last week, we wasn't going to quick run through this one. You're going to get our full glory. And here you are. You're
0: welcome. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening to us. Ramble on. We'll be back next week. Siobhan will have a story for us at that point. Yes. and we will give it to you. Thank you so much for coming back. Make sure to tell a friend. Drink your wine. Be under your covers because it's starting to get cold in the northern. And if area.
1: you yeah. if you need a cover to cuddle under, <laughs> there is crime and wine merch. And I have to say, I do mine's a little dirty. And I got kids, and they were sitting on it. <laughs> it is quite a cozy blanket. It's cozy is large you can
0: color it's up under it it's very large and head.
1: quite cozy it is very oh. much a blanket built for two me and my children cuddle under it time.
0: thousand the percent we were coloring under there we watch a pinocchio mm-hmm. but you color under that you have your crime and wine uh glass with your glass of wine and listen to us talk yes well, all right yeah. thank you so much guys appreciate it we'll see y'all next week peace out Bye-bye.